As I've grown older, I've learned that pleasing everyone is impossible. But pissing everyone off is a piece of cake. Hi, this is Coach MK, and this is The Morning Mantra. Hi, my name is MK Fleming. I'm a run coach based in Denver, Colorado. But this isn't a podcast about running exactly. Don't tell my clients, but we're never really talking about the running. When you know a craptastic event is coming, it helps to have a mantra to keep you centered and focused as you move through it. You don't have to be an athlete to be hashtag coached and loved by Coach MK. And if you are here, then you are hashtag winning at life. Today's mantra is be good. Be good. It's hashtag wildcard Wednesday, and I was stuck, you guys. Coach Sarah had an amazing mantra yesterday, and I was like, well, I better have a good one today. Meanwhile, it's my son's sixth birthday on Monday, and his grandmama and nana are flying in to help celebrate, and his dad is coming home from a work week in Norway with presents, of course. You know what else is on its way to Denver? A blizzard. Seven inches expected on Wednesday. Entirely possible that school will be nixed on Thursday. And I will be trapped indoors with four angry children, no daddy and no grandmama and no nana and no presents. That means one day I won't be able to do what I love most, which is coach and love you. I remember looking around their Arapahoe High School track in 2014 and thinking that, gosh, I'm the only person in these people's lives, these people being my run clients, I was the only person who was telling them that they're okay, that they're right where they need to be, that they weren't failures. That's a big job, and I'm not sure I can afford to take days off. The experience really needs to be seamless for my clients. Thank God for Coach Sarah. She gets it. She cares just as much as I do. Which means I might be able to go on vacation this year. That would be amazing. And I tell you that to tell you this. What we're really doing is teaching adults the lessons they didn't learn as kids. About their bodies. About discipline. About teamwork without competition. Healthy, collaborative teamwork like few of us have enjoyed since being on maybe the high school yearbook committee. About who we are free from comparison to others where the MVP is really the most valued whether or not anyone admits it. When I read articles about teaching about good teachers who make every child feel valued. I realized that everything I know about leadership, I learned from having a public school teacher for a mother. So I'm going to close with a passage from Chalkbeat. Then go pray I get to see my mother on Thursday. I really want to hug her after reading this. By the time I was in third grade, I knew I wanted to be a teacher, although being an astronaut was a close second. When I was in third grade, a teacher got the chance to be both. When the Challenger exploded in front of our eyes on TV and our elementary school auditorium, our teachers were the ones who helped us make sense of the tragedy, who hugged us, who cried with us, who made us feel safe again. 
I spent the rest of my schooling taking notes on, about what my teachers did to nurture their students. I also took notes about what my teachers did that made us feel devalued and small. And I swore that when I became a teacher, I would be one who treated her students like the people they could be. There's plenty of research to support the fact that if students don't feel safe, don't feel valued, and don't feel like they belong, they won't be able to learn. In my experience, building relationships is organic. I treat them like I would want other, treat, other teachers to treat my own children. Kids are complex, funny, infuriating, still developing, annoying, caring, empathetic, and sometimes mean, just to scratch the surface. I try not to judge them. They're human, just like you and me. They're doing their best, even though it might not seem like it at times. So I talk to them, ask them if they're okay, compliment their new hairdo, tell them I like their shirt, especially if it's a Star Wars shirt. I ask a lot of questions and tuck their answers away in a corner of my brain so I can use it later to start a conversation without confrontation. I ask them to write me an introduction letter, tell me who they are and what makes them tick. We establish rapport. I ask them what they like, what they care about, what they want to learn about, and I let them know that I too am a human being. I let them know when I'm wrong. I let them see me happy and hurt and sad and confused. We comfort each other. And every day at the end of class, I thank them for being there and I say, be good to yourselves and others. It becomes a mantra that they internalize. I internalize it too. I don't give up on them, no matter what. They might do none of the homework. I'll still ask them for it on a weekly basis. They might get suspended for drugs or fighting. I'll email them what they've missed and visit them in in-school suspension. They might cuss me out in class. I'll take a deep breath and forgive them for acting out. It's a mind shift. I'm the adult. They're still developing. They still have a chance to make the right decision. And I'll be there with them to celebrate when they do. It's impossible for me to read this and not see the parallels in my own second accidental but second career. No one over the age of 25 picks up a new hobby because they're happy and a little bored. I understand that everyone's doing their best, even though it might not feel like it at times. I totally understand that fear, that paralyzing fear of not knowing where you're supposed to be at any given moment and having no better benchmark than to look at the people around you and say, where do I stand in relation to you? Maybe that will tell me where I am in general. And I know that that type of comparison always leads to you actually sucking in your own mind. And I know how dangerous that is. And I know that that cycle of fear means that there are times you don't hear what I say on the phone, in a Twitch stream, and that's okay. I know my stuff. I know it really well. I know it inside and out. I will repeat the answers and take the same questions day in and day out. As long as you're showing up, as long as you're trying, I'm going to celebrate those wins with you and I'm going to hold you and wipe the tears away while we worry over losses that probably aren't real losses, but that's okay too. Be good. Be good today to yourselves and to others. Treat them the way I would treat them. Treat them the way I would 
strive to treat you. But most of all, be good to yourself. Be as good to you as you know I would be if I was next to you in person, trapped in a house with four children, no grandmama, no nana, no daddy, and no presents. We're going to make the best of this life of yours. It might actually be amazing. So why on earth would you be anything other than good? You are coached, you are loved, and you are winning at life. And you are definitely winning at life if you subscribe to my Nuzzle Nut newsletter, follow me on Facebook, or follow me on Instagram. Feel free to do all three. It's almost time. My new venture will be rolling out very soon. Check us out, www.fitnessprotection.com. Again, that's www.fitnessprotection.com. Yay!